Hello and welcome to Crapflix and Chill, the film podcast on the terrible journey to find the ultimate sweet spot between a film so bad it's actually fun to watch and a bad film that's just plain unwatchable. My name is June Valentine and I'm joined as always by the man bringing Hawaiian shirts back in style. It's Joe Thompson, everyone. How are you this evening, hey, I don't think even I, even I could bring uh, <laughs> Hawaiian shirts right back into style. I definitely have my own opinion about how, how successful they are as looks to pull off. But, you yeah, know, I'm good. How are you? We're getting there. I mean, uh, uh, minor, minor spoiler alert. I'm back in London. Whoop, whoop. Oh, mate, he's back in his home turf. That's well, very, very His chat. London home turf. I'm super excited, guys. I... I'm not sure if people know this or if we, I think we mentioned it in passing that we usually, um, well, we have lived on other sides of London and now do again, but we've done this entire podcast having not spent, have not done a single one in person. So I definitely think at some point, maybe in, maybe in season three, we should do an in-person recording and see what that's like because, that'd uh, be fucking awesome. Know. Yeah, I think so. I think a live watch is something together. It's probably going to be even more distracting and even more ridiculous to listen to, but <laughs> mate, it's good to have you. I, I feel happier that you're closer by. It makes me feel yes. content. It warms the heart. Yeah, absolutely. And guys, I just wanted to remind everyone uh, and pop a friendly reminder that you can now follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and now Facebook. Facebook. At uh, Cr- Crapflix, uh, Rachel Adadeji, uh, Crapflix podcast for our weekly animated releases for each new episode. We also share some visual gags that we notice from the films we're watching, plug of the podcast, do some crazy audios that I like to extract from our episodes as well, and just generally talk about films all day long with people. It's brilliant. So if you want to get involved in the community, jump right in, man. There's a space on the sofa for you. Crack open a beer and kick back. Ooh, well, it is absolutely bloody boiling at the minute, and she's making me really want a beer on the Monday night. Uh, but what are we, we going to be watching this evening, Joe? Well, tonight, we're going to do something slightly unusual and start three minutes into a film so that we can end an hour in three what? minutes out of the film. <laughs> Yeah, I know. But the thing, the, the thing is, if we do that, we, we end on quite a good scene. Whereas, and the first bit's filler anyway. So, you know what? You know, who cares? Um, tonight, Matthew, I will be <laughs> playing a film that, uh, I hope you have seen. And if you haven't, we're in for a ride. I'm in trouble. Uh, it's a horror film. It's a British horror film, more specifically. Um, if we're playing kind of articulate, <laughs> uh, it involves a bunch of people on a boat. Um, Oh. Let's move. Let, let's give you the actual synopsis, shall we? So, uh, oh, I can't find it. I'll just make it up. A bunch of people <laughs> are on a boat uh, that they have been uh, a, bo- a bunch of girls, a bunch of guys are on a boat together, and uh, the guys are pretending that they own the boat. They're actually deckhands of the boat. Which, uh, by the way, inspiration for this episode came from our below deck. chat about uh, below deck <laughs> the other day. Uh, and uh, something goes awry. And then chaos ensues. So this film, my love, is called Donkey Punch. Have you seen it? Oh, uh, a very long time ago. I don't remember jack shit, but I remember it and also know the you know <laughs> what that sex move is. So <laughs> yeah, having done it many a time. So we're going to start. I'm going to send you the li- send you the link now, and uh, I'm all good to go. So, uh, yeah, no, I think this should be funny. Um, I'll catch you up very quickly on the story so far. She shaved her pit, it bled for some reason, and then we're now going to start. <laughs> like, that's literally all we've missed. Well, it doesn't sound like we're missing much. Well, exactly. 
this film definitely migrates into soft dish porn uh, at some point, which, uh, you know, I'm here for. We rarely get to be, we rarely get to be sexy on this podcast. Why don't we do it? Why don't we fucking do it? What do you mean? For with nothing but sexy. It's called crap things and we, chill. We, we are, constantly rate the sexy. We are sexy and we talk about sexy people, but the scenes themselves aren't particularly sexy most of the time. No. I can see a screen that says fuck off forever. So uh, just to also uh, give a bit of context, that's her ex-boyfriend, fuck off forever. Anyway, three, <laughs> two, two, one, play! First things first, that's an old Nokia. <laughs> <laughs> we love our technology. Is that Helena Bonham Carter? Almost certainly not, based on this film. That one with the short, uh, the short brunette hair. I don't, oh. th- I don't know how readily these three would be friends. I'm just going to say off the top of the straight out of the gate. But um, how old I are they supposed whole... to be? I can't work it out. I mean, one of her, one of them looks about 21, and another one looks about 41. So, no one idea. One of them really looks like I know what it is. It's not that she looks like Helena Bollingcarter. Um it's she looks like uh, one of my old housemates from uni, which means absolutely nothing to nobody. There is no chance that she is watching this. So what I just said was a completely useless sentence, but true. What was your old housemate also an old trollop? <laughs> no, she, she, she was she was a lovely, a lovely young uh, Irish girl. But it's it's the hairstyle. It's it's that hairstyle there. It's very nineties. Oh, the pixie late, haircut. Yeah, late late nineties, early noughties haircut. So I'm sure it's been yeah. fashioned many a time. But. It's also very like, I'm at uni and here's my hair. Yeah. But again, they all look in their like 40s. So I'm really confused. Uh, apart from the arguably the main girl, um, I do think watching this um, just makes me want to be on holiday. So so, so where, where is this set? Where are they supposed to be holidaying? I think they're in Mallorca or Mallorca, ah, okay. one of the two. Mallorca, Mallorca. this is a tune this is also very much a moment isn't it this song yeah i feel like they were like you can have the song but you can have a weird slight remix of it yeah <laughs> we can't quite afford the actual uh, royalties for the main track so we'll just use a knockoff for club version oh being out on the pole man i miss it i mean i really well, don't but i'm just like well, your wingman I'm- now you absolutely have to, mate. I've come back to London. I've I've left behind the what I would just describe as the Shire. Let's just leave it at that, where there's absolutely nothing going on. And I'm I'm almost overwhelmed, not in like a social anxiety way, but just seeing so many like people of my age and <laughs> whatnot just walking around. Like it's kind of like oh, civilization. It's a it was a little bit of a, yeah, like a shock moment, but makes me very excited. But also a world of opportunities. Can we just say? Very rarely have I ever been in this situation where there's like three of three of me and there's like three of them and then we're just going to all mingle together and have a chat. I don't know. It just doesn't really happen that way for me in bars and stuff. No, there, there's always like there's there's one friend who's like clinging on either side and you have to like humor them. But really, you just want to get the other person home. But because of like the number or like, oh, they're staying with me or something like that. It just makes it a bit awkward. And you're like, yeah. Faff, they call it. And I can't believe they just stole a bottle of champagne. Now, he, he's from Stuff. Julian Morris. I recognise him. He's been in a few things that you won't know or care about. 
<laughs> which which one is he? Uh, I'll point him out next time. I feel like there's two very attractive guys, and then this guy. <laughs> yeah, he's a bit rough around the edges. He's a bit chavy. Also, he talks annoying. <laughs> he talks annoying. That in itself was annoying. I just annoyed myself. Well, uh, as we've proven, Joe, we're not above picking on really petty things, so I'll allow it. Speaking of petty things, I wonder if she could wear any more necklaces. <laughs> I thought she was the nice one. For the viewers, she's wrapped a big, big necklace around, and then a smaller necklace is also there. Both are ugly. He's handsome. I mean, how how many necklaces, or what's the plural? Necklai? <laughs> that one is Julian Morris, the young Born. plucky one with the blue top on. Yeah. And he's fit too, but... He's also, a bit of all yeah. right. Also, I will say, apart from the kind of gross guy, the other two definitely outrank the girls of this group, I think. Yeah. Yeah, you haven't given me much to work with here. I'm not, I'm, I'm no. not happy from the off. It doesn't sound like once they get on the boat, that's really going to change. <laughs> it looks like two out of three of them would definitely be an easy lay, though. So I get, I mean, it's good casting from that perspective. I mean, look, beggars can't be choosers, you know? If you ever spoke like that to anyone, I would be like, Jamie, I, I'm sorry. I just, I can't be your friend anymore. <laughs> like, I thought there was something wrong with him then. Either, either it's terrible acting or there's something seriously not, not right in his head. Maybe it's both. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't it be both? They've, this soundtrack isn't bad. Everything else is. Oh, I love this. <laughs> Can you imagine if that was the quote on the poster? The soundtrack's not bad. Brackets, but everything else is. <laughs> everything else is. I, um, so I obviously they're song. luring them onto the boat, pretending that they own the boat. And that's why they're now going onto this boat. Would you get on this boat with them? Because I think I probably would, because it looks fun. I mean, you're you're in the you're in the moment. It's sunny. You've had a couple of sangrias in Mallorca. You know, you're gonna get. You're probably gonna, if they're all single, you're probably gonna say yes. I just don't think these guys who look like this would be bothered about these three girls. Yeah, but like you said, mate, two two out of three are easy. So. And they'll, they'll leave the boring one to their mate. I mean, we're making assumptions here, but let's be honest, we're 100% accurate. <laughs> Here's the boring one that's also in turn the previous one. Do you watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Uh, I've recently got into that show, actually. So I'm working my way through it. Have you reached the point where Dennis talks about the implication? No. It's this whole thing about they want to get girls on the boat and he, he makes it this big thing about like, you know, well, you get a girl on the boat and you drive out to sea and, you know, you make her feel, you know, comfortable and have some drinks. And then, you know, once things kicking off, you know, she's she, she's going to say yes because of the implication. And Max goes like, what's the implication? And he's like, well, you know, the implication. And then Max is like, what, that you're going to murder them if they don't sleep with you and like chuck your bodies <laughs> overboard and it just gets blown way out of control. And when you said like, would you get on this boat? I'd be like, well, you know, the implication. <laughs> you know what? Not too far wrong. But um, <laughs> oh, here's a fourth guy. So I am I am well looked after in this film and you are not. So He's got a bit of Colin from Love Actually about him. That's just the unfairness of life, my boy. Also, but this is also make, making me very excited to actually see the boat because part of me wants to be like, "Ooh, that's a that's a seventy foot uh, yachter like in the below deck Mediterranean." Also, <laughs> like I'm I'm geeking out about luxury yachts here. <laughs> who's the Who's the bosun, Joe? You've been on a boat before. How many people haven't been on a boat? 
Well, there are those people that you know who can't swim. So imagine if you can't swim, you've probably never. Who do them. I know that can't swim? I don't know Gary from the office. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> exactly. Good, good old Gary. <laughs> they do exist. I remember being at school and there was this just this one girl who didn't know how to swim. So whenever we had like school swimming lessons, everybody else would just mess around and she had to go and sit in the shallow ends by herself. It was really sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's her that's her parents' fault. She was quite a she was quite a popular girl as well, so it was a bit like it was a weird kind of like thing to see someone who like in the normal social scenario would be like popular and had loads of friends and then suddenly she just like had to be on their own because they're gonna drown otherwise. So it's called karma. Ah, uh, she was lovely. I'm worried it's a bit. Like, how, how dark is this film? It's really dark. Where's like you, you can afford to turn on like, the lights. I've turned the I've turned the brightness up really high, and it's still nearly pitch black. <laughs> like I don't know what's going on. Do they have electricity? <laughs> oh, wait, is this what he's turning on now? That's fully me on any tour at any point. That's me at the Fuller's Brewery tour when they're like they're like, "Here's how we make beer," and I'm like. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, look, I, I'm I'm a I'm a beer aficionado through and through, and even I go on brewery tours and just be like, so when do we get to the end and I can get the free samples? That's all. That's all I care about on most tours. I don't really want to go for the history. I just want to drink in a brewery. I was talking about this with Sam the other day. I was like, why did we do the whole tour when we could have just skipped right to the end? And the answer is, you can't just do the end, right? You have to do the whole tour, and then the, the, yes. the payment for doing it is you get that half an hour of unlimited drinks. And yeah, and you know, as far as tours go, I think we did get a fair amount of drink, as in we, I think we tried to hit it quite hard. Um, but yeah, well, otherwise at that point you just go to a pub, don't you? But hmm. it was a fun day out in the sunshine. We all had high. There's that photo of us in the the safety safety vests, which I love. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, uh, when we like we were on shift. <laughs> <laughs> we look like working class builders and we all look really good in orange. <laughs> so they are working their way around this ship. The girls are saying that the ship smells like boy. The rooms smell like boy. They're running around. Uh, I say running around. They're just kind of exploring. Um, the the young the younger girl who's considered the main girl is a bit yeah. apprehensive to be on this ship. Um, and the slaggy older one is dancing. <laughs> <laughs> and one's pretending to be a DJ. Yeah. And one's putting more effort in than David Getter did for his entire set when I was in Ibiza. Oh, shade. Oh, honestly, Jay. Honestly. Really? He, he pressed like a button Getter. and then he spun around and chatted to six girls for most of the set. I was like, you bastard. Yeah, but isn't that where you become like a DJ and like a rock star just to get with the groupies? A superstar DJ. Relax, yeah. Relax. That's like you know when yeah, when someone's really angry, you say, "Oh, calm down, mate." It's like that. That doesn't work. That probably just makes people more irate. If someone's scared, and you're just like, "Relax," it probably makes it worse. I've not seen this guy in anything else, and I probably think it's because of this. <laughs> I mean, again, it doesn't. You know, there's a number of movies who are watching as part of this, but it doesn't really seem like anybody like went on to do something from them. Think of these people that have been to like Lambda or Rada or done like a degree. Uh, another good song, see? Um, I'm loving the soundtrack. You're right. Good soundtrack. Shame about the film, but. That song 
Last time I was at Reading Festival, that song was playing, and I literally had the time of my life. Like, incredible. Who was that? Hot Chip? No. No, it's Justice versus Simeon. Justice. Because we are your friends. Uh, missing, missing festivals, man. What kind of what would be the first festival you'd want to like hit back up? Definitely way. Mighty Hoopla, which is uh, a festival I go to as much, as often as I can. Uh, which is a yearly festival that's kind of a throwback '90s festival. So they'll bring back like crazy, like disbanded bands, and like it's really fun. And there's like uh, Bongo's Bingo and like other like Masioki and other stuff, which is like mass crowd karaoke and oh it's just such a good day <laughs> Matthew, i've never heard of that that sounds brilliant Ma- masioki yeah it's where you all sing together and the lyrics are on the screen it's so good so everything feels like it's a big anthem because everyone's singing along together that's wicked yeah man would you have wanted to go out on the boat because i would have gone to the boat but i'm not sure i'd want to go out on the boat with people I don't know. I mean, the implication, Joe. The implication. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure how much I'd trust them. Like from what little I know of uh, what little I know of yachting, I don't know how blattered I am before getting on this boat. But none of them look like they have the experience to actually like manage this boat. So if shit went down and like there was a giant storm or whatever, I wouldn't feel like I could trust them. So I'll party on the boat. It's still fun to run around the boat and have a bunch of drinks. But also, they're all just taking ecstasy. Yeah, exactly. Who's fucking so then, steering it? <laughs> Don't be a square. When does peer pressure happen like this? Most of the time, people are like, I don't want you to take my expensive drugs. Go on, try it. Go on. I feel like every like PSE lesson at school was like, everyone's going to try and make you smoke and drink and do drugs. And actually the reality is like, no one wants to give up their alcohol, their cigarettes or their drugs. Kids are really fucking selfish. So yeah. yeah. And then it's the opposite. When you, when you're older and wiser, you know, you can be a bit more sensible about it and share. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the opposite, the opposite happens. It's more like someone there with a big white lightning, like wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. white lightning <laughs> this isn't this film but have you seen a film called adrift or something where a bunch of people just jump off a boat and then they're stuck off the boat oh because like the boat disappears or something no no no. the boat's there they just they didn't put the ladder down so they can't get back on it oh so my they all god just die. joe that happened to me he didn't die oh i was on holiday in greece uh took out a speed little speed boat three of us dicked around on it did a music video really good fun uh, at the end of um, at the end of the video, I kind of jumped in the water. Thought it was a bit of a laugh, um, and I just couldn't get back into the boat. It wasn't a big boat, but it was just too high up for me to get any purchase, and the, the sea was flat. So there was no waves to give me a boost. And I tried to get on this boat for no joke, twenty twenty five minutes, and my chest was red raw. It was all cut up, and I was starting to like really panic. Like, guys. Do you need to like drive me a little bit further in sea, uh, in land, so I can like swim to a beach or something? Uh, eventually, managed to get me in after half an hour. I was absolutely exhausted. Went fucking hell! I didn't think that was a thing. Uh, and then we found the ladder. <laughs> so now I know that all mini boats, at least, have ladders to be able to get back in. But you need to put them out first. If everybody jumps off the boat, you're fucked. 
You know what? It doesn't matter where you are in the world. Water this deep freaks me the fuck out. Like I just think of everything massive that could be under there. Yeah, it's 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 a fear of another. I don't think of oh glistening, lovely, cooling environment in the open sea. I think what is going to kill me from this big expanse of water? I'm so boring, aren't I? That's such a boring thing to think. I get, I get the, I get your fear, Joe. I know exactly what you mean. It's the fear of the no, no, you're not boring. It's what you can't see. But I don't fear like a shark coming up or something. In a scenario like this, I would be more convinced that there's a giant kraken underneath, and that would just swallow us all up. That's what I'm afraid of. A kraken or an enormous octopus. I mean, maybe I've watched too much Captain Nemo and uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. But yeah, Kraken's man, scary. But imagine right now if you just felt something like touch your foot and nobody was nearby, you would freak out. Hang on, they're doing sex stuff. I swear, loads of this stuff, like people say all these moves and no one's actually done them because they're so unrealistic. Right, let's wait for the for the moment. Anyone heard of a donkey punch? Oh, that's the of the film! <laughs> also, this guy's munted. Yeah, of course you've never felt anything like it, because who on earth would do that to anyone? Because who wants to be punched in the back of the head without knowing? Why are they not like, this is odd, why are they like, <laughs> what a funny story? Oh, what was it like? You heard ones like the rainbow kiss, where like, the guy, oh, what was it? The guy spunks in the girl's mouth, and then the, when the girl's on the period, the guy goes down on her, and then they start kissing, and the semen for her. Oh my god! Okay, okay, all right. That's let's stop. Real. I'm literally going to throw out my dinner. Let's just stop that conversation right there. That's so sorry if anyone's disgusting. having having breakfast, lunch, or dinner whilst listening to this podcast. Oh, I think we just turned off about half our audience. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at her trying to be sexy. She does actually have an okay body. Which is uh, judgmental of me, but it's true. Yeah, she's slightly less irritating than... He's got one of those pencil cases that we all had in school. Actually, I had one of those gull pencil cases that looks like a wetsuit. Oh, yeah, I I think I know what you mean, yeah. Loved it. They were cool. Mate, I can't believe at school having a pencil case was such like a status thing. Yeah, your bag, the one-strap bag... Or a pencil cases, what was what your pencil what your kit was like. Like I feel like parents just lulled you in by getting you new stuff to start the new year so you weren't too bothered. <laughs> like, yeah. Although Oh, I'm not doing a, this kind of a pipe. Like it's not happening. Like It looks part, rank uh, as fuck. I won't lie, this is probably quite controversial. A party pill here and there, I'll take it. It sounds fun. It enhances <gasps> the party. Controversial. There's definitely a definitely a time and place for that. I like anything that would make something an even more enjoyable experience. I don't need anything that's going to make me hallucinate. I don't need anything I'm going to have to fucking inject into my arm. I don't want any yeah. horrible after effects. I don't want anything that's actually addictive in any way. Like, no thanks. Like, you life don't really want to get fun. hooked on meth or heroin, do you? Yeah, I mean, I can't even stop eating Pringles. I'm not sure what I'd be like with heroin. <laughs> you did not just compare hardcore class A drugs to Pringles. <laughs> Dude, sugar and carbs, they're drugs, man. That's a whole other story. Sugar well, is a we, drug. If you want to hear about that, you should go and listen to our podcast on Thinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where we discuss all things uh, body and health related. 
So they've, they're drunk. They've had ecstasy, which, by the way, usually, I don't know about most people, for me, certainly never made me horny in the slightest. And now they've taken no. something else, which I guess is... It's just a crack pipe. Oh, there you go. So, I mean, they've Not got a would, no. cacophony of different things going on, which is why they're looking really mashed, I but, suppose. But, but that's it. It feels like they're mixing them really badly. I don't... I've never had this combination, but I also don't feel like this combination is a good combination. No, this is like pouring a porn star martini into a glass of expensive whiskey into a glass of beer. <laughs> and then you're drinking it out of a welly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it's not for a sports <laughs> oh my gosh, initiation. Yeah, we, we've got an idea for our really unique restaurant. <laughs> do something fruity. No, do something dirty. Come on. I want to see some sex. You, you promised me. You promised me. I pro- yeah. You promised me lots of bouncing tits, please. I mean, generally we do we do all right most most podcasts, but you're right; it's nothing too explicit. I can't think of like the most sexy scene we've seen. Like by that, oh I mean a sex God. scene. Do you know what we need to watch Space Jam? We need to watch one of those really bad um, like porno movies where they actually try acting and have like a budget. That's a crap flicks. <laughs> this isn't too far removed from that. I'm not sure how much you remember about the scene, but this goes on for an uncomfortable amount of time. So, and I'm sure we're both going to feel vibes over time that we're just kind of watching this with our parents. So, you know, that kind of vibe. I was going like, to say, this is the in. moment you don't want your parents to walk in on. And, and consequently, this is the exact moment that they would always walk in on. Exactly. My Sounds parents cool. have like a fucking sonar for anything even remotely dirty. And like, it would be like the most innocuous film, but then there'd be like a 30 second sexiness from kind of, they'd be like, what are you watching? What is this? What, you, what is this? What is this noise? And you're like, oh, damn it. It's like, it's like in um, that black mirror where the girl gets the, the daughter gets the chip in her, um, her eyes and the mum sees everything that she does. So when she sees like something like lewd going on, she can say like, turn up and be like, ah, no, 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 no. You've been Oh yeah. I feel like sky movies would like send my parents a text to be like, he's watching it now. Go, go, go. Yeah. Yeah. I bet that was a thing. Like, you know, technology wasn't too great back then, but they'll have been, and now obviously child blockers and things like that are like crazy, crazy good because the world is a much more, unfortunately, disgusting place. Um, Have you ever seen two girls on a bed kissing each other? Um, not on the beds, no, and not dressed like this. But then again, as we've discussed, I've never been in a threesome slash foursome scenario, so. Who's getting him? Yet. The important word in that sentence was yet. Yeah, well, exactly. Welcome back to London. Yeah. (laughs) Just everyone's having threesomes now. (laughs) It's going to be a summer of love, man. I think people have been pent up for so long. And especially, like, obviously couples have hunkered down together, but single people have been single longer because there have been moments where you have had to, like, be fully, I mean, excluding my scenario, but, like, with the strictures of lockdowns, like, you're not seeing anybody for that easily, so. We're seeing a lot of bum. I'm enjoying this. You, you've, uh, you've, you've done me rotten here. You promised me sexy, sexy fun time, and I'm just, um, I'm... Sexy, sexy, that's I'm, all I I'm do. Not feeling if you see a bad bitch, let me call a few. Um, yeah, well, I'm pretty sure you're going to get some female parts. I just like that, weirdly, for the <laughs> first thing you see is two male bums. It's nice. I actually wonder if that's the first male bum we've seen on Crapflix. No, that's bollocks. I mean, it's bum, but there's, there's definitely been... Uh, I'll, 
You just said that's bollocks, and then she said that's bollocks like seconds after you. Well, she's copying me. No, but it was weird. You'll hear it. (laughs) So do you reckon this guy is the... He was the one on the boat. Is he like the one who is most in charge? He's probably the one that's the most normal like her. Uh, what? Uh, where's the other bum we've seen? Where's the other sex scene we've had? I can't think of any. There, there definitely is. You've, you've not been deprived of, of, of bum. Uh, but I, I think I have. I will need to look back over all of our episodes, but I reckon that we've had it at least once. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be like somebody coming out of a shower or something. The weird thing now is, what am I supposed to do with this Jonah? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Look, scrap looks and chill. What if I just you, was like recording you. this with a massive hard on on? Massive. It's massive, everyone. Massive. massive. <laughs> I mean, I can't verify because I can't see it, but yeah, just, just, just listen. It's massive. Uh, that has become a bit more of a catchphrase. I've just said to like when when people are just doing stuff like you, you just do you, you know. I'm just I'm just chill about everything at the minute in life. You, you do what makes you happy, you know. Yeah. And she's not very happy because she's not getting any. Not from the fit one, anyway. I can't think of. I mean, I've been in I've been in uh, situations where there's more than two people, but I have never been present to watch another couple engage when I wasn't involved in it. And I think that'd be really odd. Yeah, that's creepy. To be like, hey, they're over there doing that and I'm doing this or... Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just here in the corner with my massive boner. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, why is that guy there? When I was uh, 15 or something, I think I, <laughs> I think I fingered Woo, a girl so we watching a film, but that's different. Woo! Now we're talking. No one was paying attention. Titties. Pubes. <laughs> but you're right it's really weird that the guy in the blue polo was just there at this point and that i don't know why no one's just said to him fuck off fuck off or also please step in place of this horrible guy <laughs> that's it yeah <laughs> oh dear sexy time sexy time it's it's pretty yeah considering the way it's shot still fairly foolish on right, now he's looking over oh, mate, make yourself useful what does okay, that so, mean? Go, I wouldn't even know what that meant. I was like, so what do you want me to do? Get your water? I don't know what. Grab, grab us a couple of jollies. Oh, he's going to film it. Oh, you no, are what? weird. But also, who who isn't sleeping with this guy with the camera? Because he's cute. Well, because again, there's only three guys but four girls. It's weird that I genuinely feel like my mum or dad, who don't even live in the same country, are going to walk through the door right now. <laughs> Oh, no, we visited from home. Ah! <laughs> Joe, they're going to Skype call you or they'll call you on WhatsApp, but you accidentally answer video call as your camera's pointed to the screen and nothing else. Oh, oh yeah, it's just like a bum thrusting back and forward. Yeah. Have you, do you reckon your parents have, have uh, well, first question, it's very personal, we don't have to answer this. Have you and Gareth, A, ever had sex at your parents' house and B, do you reckon your parents have heard? Yes, no. The ha- our house isn't set up in a way that you would hear it. Nice. Yeah. He's going to get involved because she's that much of a slag. Slag. Well, I don't know why the first guy would just like, you know, pull out and just be like, yeah, go for it, mate. Unless he's done already. Yeah, because surely at the moment he's just like walking around with a big stonk on. Otherwise, he just got really soft really quickly. I'm not sure why this is important <laughs> for the story. <laughs> What's happening to his erection, everyone? That's what I want to know. 
I will say we're seeing more of his bum and pubes than I would ever want to see. Yeah, again, for, for all the ones, that's not the one that you would want. I don't know. No. Also, could I perform under the pressure of some a friend of mine filming me do it? That's it. It's it's both a it's a two part. It's somebody a watching you, but also filming you at the same time. It's just porn. Look at this. It like definitely now it is. How about that side boob? <laughs> How about this side boob? I mean, it's more than side boob. It's literal just floppy boobs. This is where if my mum was watching this film, what I would with her, she'd be like, lovely marble effect in the background. Yeah. <laughs> would say anything to be distracting. Love those orange sheets. Yeah. Brilliant acting. Uh-oh. I think I, I think I know what's going to happen. He is, he's doing a bit of doggy and he's thinking about that old donkey punch we've heard so much about. I mean, the girl also mentioned a dirty Sanchez. Let's not rule that out. <laughs> I thought that was. I thought they had to change that to a dirty Mexican. <laughs> Did they? <laughs> Imagine filming this scene. Also, very unflattering. Oh, is he going to do it? <laughs> Slap her ass, mate! Go on. Slap it. Fucking Go on. do her, mate! Right in front of your mate. She fucking loves it. Oi. You know what to do, yeah? Oh, don't do it, don't do it! Do it! <laughs> and it's almost like punching someone on the back of the neck with force might hurt them. As their neck is already, like, going back and forth quite, uh, like, rigorously anyway. Oh, a bit of willy there. Woo! I mean, unsexy willy because he just killed someone, but still willy. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the hard one's gone at this point after the death, but... Oh, that was such like a little kid in trouble, wasn't it? Excuse me. Help, help. I just killed somebody. Well, that killed the mood, didn't it? Don't worry, he's bending over. This is fine. <laughs> he's bending over her with his balls on her head. <laughs> yeah, 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 just to give her the last scrap of dignity that she can possibly muster. They've also sobered up very quickly from all the drugs they just took. They sobered up. They're completely with it. This is fine. Yeah. That's manslaughter, that is. I feel like I would... Um, uh, even though I know where to look for like pulses and stuff, I feel like I'd probably freak out and think I was doing it wrong. Put some clothes on. <laughs> like, Yeah, exactly. Like, what would the first thing not to be to put on your... At least some boxes or something. But you're right, when was the last time you took your own pulse and like, oh, that's my BPM? I don't fucking know. Well, am I we a were, doctor? We were just uh, having sex and doing some docky punches. Why? What's the problem? She must have OD'd. Yeah, she must have OD'd. That's probably what happened. Also, why are they not freaking out more? Their friend has potentially just been killed. Use take two. <laughs> Use take 97. That's the best we got. God damn it. I think he's doing quite a good job at showing like entitled rich kid that wants to get away with it. Yeah. Well, I assume that's what it comes down to. What would you do in this situation? Jamie, let's say you're on a boat with three pals from, you know, uh, the game traps or something. You're all on a boat and you've invited some 
girls to your boat <laughs> this is all never gonna happen but let's say it did i was gonna say at that point we're probably just playing video games and we'll <laughs> you'll be like stupid girls go the way <laughs> but, yeah. but anyway let's say you're in that situation what would you do yeah. right now depends which which one am i am i the one who punched am i the one who who's the boat was i just the other guy who's fucking why would it make a fucking difference i think i would be way more level-headed if i wasn't the guy who did it if you were the guy who did it, what would you do? I would probably be fairly erratic as he is. You'd be like, yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm criticizing his acting, but equally. But what would you, what would you suggest? Um, I, I, at that point, I would be like, look, none of us are our doctors. Let's just get her to a hospital as soon as possible. You have absolutely no idea. I mean, she's, she's clearly dead. So, oh, now he gets dressed. But at that point, I wouldn't be like, well, let's just chuck her overboard and then be and be fine because you've obviously clearly got the two girls and all the guys are witnesses and it doesn't matter how... I wouldn't say any of my friendships, as strong as they all are, I would equally hope that everybody's moral, comp- moral compasses is stronger and therefore they would do the right thing in the, uh, in the scenario, even if it meant reporting to reporting to the police and potentially someone ended up in jail. So you wouldn't help to cover up anything? I, d- I don't think that would sit right with me. Even even with, with, yeah, like I said, any of my closest friends. Yeah, it's one thing shoplifting a bagel from a, <laughs> actually, uh, moral, uh, moral guilt uh, confession here. I did kind of do a runner from a pub the other day. What do you mean? Well, basically, we just kept ordering drinks and food, and they never came to collect the bill. And we couldn't find anybody to pay for it at the end. And there was no app to log us, and there was no security cameras or whatever. So we just just walked away and had an evening of free what, drink and where food. You, where you are now or where you no, were no, before? No. Where I was before. God, I'm not stupid. Yeah, oh, that's, London, there's CCTV that, I, I, I'm, app- I'm, I'm appalled at that. That's horrendous. I've always wanted to do it, though. No, bucket, don't bucket die dash. That's horrendous. But yeah, the thing is, Joe, there's never going to be a good time because you either do it at a place that's so small that you, you don't want to do it because you don't want to cripple them, or you want to do it to a place that's so big and it won't affect them, but there's too much security. And if they bothered, they could catch and find you. I mean, there might be an arrest out for a warrant out for my arrest when I go home. So, just just think what I say without being a dick. Think of how how hard this must have been for that specific place during a year where they couldn't have any any service at all. I know I was drunk. I was being stupid. Man, I you know that's uh, I think of you slightly differently now. Jamie. Uh, but I, I've I've given them so and much. And you won't even help me bury this dead person. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, you got to draw the line somewhere. Uh, audience, please write in. Do you feel like Jamie did the right thing from his dine and dash, or do you feel like he oh, is... you're making me feel really bad now because <laughs> you, you framed it within COVID? <laughs> I didn't feel bad about it until literally now. <laughs> Oh no, yeah, I do. I don't do that again. I don't think that's very nice. But but ma- mainly because of the COVID part, I wouldn't really care normally. I don't think. No. I just think like if I think of some of the pubs in our area, they've barely got by. Well, what's what's done is done, and it's one off the bucket list. I have no inclination to do it again. Although another guilty admission, not as bad. Pubs or bars and things uh, can get a little bit kleptomaniac, and sometimes 
acquire glasses that aren't mine. Oh, glasses, I don't care. Glasses is like soap in a hotel. Like people expect it. This is why it's good to go out with female friends because they always have bags. You can go, oh, can you just slip me this pint glass in? I really want it. And they're like, yeah, sure. When did you become like, <laughs> like Peaky Blinders? I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> oh, lame. I'm going to have to get my um, charger. Hold the fort. Tell me what happens. You uh, it's really, <laughs> really dark. Like, lighting in this film is so bad. There was a scene earlier where I meant to ask you, like, did you pause the film because it was just pitch black and I couldn't see anything? Oh, the the bars on that cellular device are going down. They're locked in a cabin. It's pitch black. They can't get hold of anybody. This is where it's going to get creepy. But again, you can do much better, much better job of the lighting. It's a very, very dark film, isn't it? Like, I know, like, they're trying to make it, like, seem dark. It's in, like, tone and stuff, but I think they've taken it too literally. I'm not the one who snapped a girl's neck like a fucking twig. You're the one who gave me the drugs. You're the one who fed me those fucking fairy stories. big boy, Sean, didn't do anything he didn't want to. Shut up. I mean, the, drug, the drugs are an interesting angle. That's probably why. <laughs> it's so dark, I thought he just slapped him. Could <laughs> you? Like, he did that weird thing where people, like, grab your face and, like, smush it a bit. Yeah, I, I hate that though. I hate when people do things like that. I guess the the fact that they had a bunch of like class A drugs meant that those some the, the guys who didn't do it could be like um, uh, implicated in other charges. So that's probably why they're willing to go along with it. So what so what is the plan here? They've got the two girls out of their mind. That guy is a parody of a chav, isn't he? Yeah. He's like, you fucking hell, mate, we're on fucking reefers, way. Yeah, we're just pirate up. Just sparking up, mate. Go oh, fuck yourself. Oh, I got a fucking lot, mate. Yeah. I don't know how I'd react. If I wasn't the one that did it, I don't know how I'd react if someone was like, we need to just get rid of this body. I don't know what I would do because it would. if the group consensus was that they wanted to, what are you supposed to do about it? I mean, really funny you say group consensus. I can't not now think of things as far as like survivor terms. And I'm just like, everyone's making <laughs> secret alliances and they're all going to gang up on somebody and blindside them. <laughs> oh my God. After this recording, we have to discuss survivor. I'm so buzzed you're into it. But I'm into it in the way where I'm looking at real life like that. And I'm looking at people being like, oh, they formed an alliance. Oh, they don't know that she's about to break out of this alliance. And yeah. Oh my God. We do the same. <laughs> <laughs> Gruff and I will turn to each other before like a family event and be like, we're going to do a blind sight on Auntie Carol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're going to invite her over, get her drunk and then tell her some news that she didn't know. And then she'll be like, what, everybody knew about it? Yeah. I, lo- I love a good blind side. That- that's part of my vocabulary now. So they are incredibly calm, aren't they, considering? They're probably feeling quite vulnerable, to be fair. They're literally out on a boat with four men. One of their friends is dead. The implication. The implication. And he's trying to be like good cop, but he's also a dick. Also, if you don't want to be seen threatening, turn some fucking lights on, mate. Honestly. Literally, why can't they just turn a light on? Like everything about this conversation is heightened, but not in a good way because... Lights on. Oh, so she's just made light of the fact that they filmed it, therefore there's evidence. And he just said, what tape? Making a nod to the fact they got rid of it. 
They haven't thought this through. They would not let these guys just get rid of their friend's body. Let's let's switch it now because we've only done it from the male perspective, which is very sexist of us. How would you feel if you were on this boat and one of your friends was killed and everyone on the boat was like, well, we'll just get rid of them? Oh, I would be kicking off. I'd be like, absolutely not. But then this is the this is the gender unfairness of the fact they probably well they they feel outnumbered and they you know I'll be making the noise. I mean, well, again, you know, this is unfortunately my my biased male opinion that you know even if it was a group of guys, I would be doing something more. But you know, it's obviously a very different perspective when you are two females outnumbered by four guys who they might not all be on board with it. But again, if there's there's a majority and you know. Again, you're out at sea. There's no, there's no, there was no signal on their phone. They're, they're a little bit helpless. I'll be running to the kitchen to get like the largest carving knife I could yeah. to protect myself. I would then right throw now, to be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, yeah. Try and find some sort not- of like emergency flare or like radio on the boat itself, um, or sod it. Really, just have a look outside, and if you can swim for it, just fucking go for it. Yeah. There were there were lights. I don't know. I mean, I haven't been swimming for well over a year and a half, or even longer than that. But the your adrenaline would would be pumping if you're not that far away from some lights or shore, another boat. You would just fucking go for it. You would not hang around. Well, you'd swim off potentially, but then you've left your friend's body. Like they said, if there's if you don't have the evidence, but the body is the evidence. The body's going to have a massive mark on the back of the neck. But thing is. What what I think with all of this is the boat's real. They're not going to sink the boat. So at some point, that boat's going to get returned. If they get to shore, get to the police. And even if those guys all leg it, just let them know where the boat is. They will go to the boat. There'll be cameras on the marina. Um, and they'll have left so much DNA evidence. Like, they, they, they would get caught. This is why what they're doing is stupid, because they're just not thinking. And this is, you know, it's not exactly Dexter, but... Yeah, but if you steal a boat... Oh, patronizing twat. If you steal a boat and then someone is killed and then thrown overboard, you have no reason to suspect that there would need to be any DNA evidence around the place. You would, you could get away with it. I think if you if you went to the police in hysterics, they would have to at least investigate. And I don't think these guys are going to be savvy enough to completely clear all trace of them off the boat. They just don't know. Of course they don't know that shit. So their DNA will be there, as will hers. Do you think they're realistically going to let any of these girls go? No, but that's the thing. That was the whole, like, just take your chance at this point. Try and swim. Oh, and and swim away. Yeah. But again, like, nobody, no anything, no real idea of where the ship will end up. It's scary. Where the boat will end up. That's that's a tough sell. This is why open water is scary. Also leaving your friend behind, potentially. Oh, no, you'd, you'd both have to do it together. This is not right. Also, dark water at night is fucking freaky as fuck. And that's when you find out your friend can't swim. <laughs> I was I was freaked out in the daytime when it looked beautiful. Imagine the the oily, tarly blackness of nighttime swimming. Look at it. Looks oh, no, like oil. it's quite a nice moonlight. I mean, it's enough moonlight to light a corpse. So <laughs> it's a fabulous night for a murder. Do, do, do something, Michael Bublé. <laughs> Uh, so they're tying her up and yeah if they drop her in just a certain part of the ocean she gets caught in the current you ain't seeing her again 
I'm always worried that when we talk, it's not clear what's happening. So they got on the boat. They had lots of sex. He, one of them got donkey punched, and then now the girls are upset about it, and the guys are trying to get rid of the body. Well, i just add, one of them got donkey punched and died, which is why they're upset. And now He's all the stepped guys up, hasn't he, this little shit? Yeah, he was playing Mr. Meek before, wasn't he? Yeah, he was like, excuse me, I just killed someone, Mr. Patterson. Grab the knife, grab the knife. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, now we're talking. Now it's a fight. I can't believe they didn't do that earlier. Well. Is it going to be like a plot twist where she actually comes back to life? <laughs> I wouldn't say it's this clever. Whoa. Fine, she's done exactly what I would want to do. This is what you do now. I'll take, and you maybe take a little swipe to assert your dominance, like show you're not fucking around. But oh, well, that went wrong, didn't it? Yeah. Oh, that would be horribly traumatizing. Any of my friends, anybody you knew. Not Slutty Karen, or whatever her name was. I can't tell you a single name of anyone in this film. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's alive! <laughs> oh, he's not. He's, oh. What is going on? Oh, that's an anchor. Okay, so he's going to hook... So one of the guys has jumped in. He's going to hook an anchor to the bottom of the bag and weigh her down because she's she's sleeping with the fishes. Where the fuck is he? Also, he would not be able to see shit underwater. No. Oh yeah, this is so much more illuminated than it would actually be. Yeah, they're really lucky considering there was no light in the boat. And that's how you get away with murder on a boat. You would feel a sense of relief if you were this part, if you were these guys and that boat, that body went, because you ain't finding that body quickly, I'll tell you that much. No. Look, here we go. They went and did what they were supposed to do. Go and, go and lock yourself in the cabin. You can definitely go and lock yourself in, like, the main... Uh, whatever. Oh my god, are they leaving behind the guy who jumped off the edge as well? I think you just nearly got hit by the fan. Right, this is the reaction I was expecting from them about half an hour ago when their friend actually got killed. Also, they didn't put the ladder down. Th for they probably were just in a bit of like drug-related shock, right? Yeah. Not that I'm defending this terrible film. Yeah, they get a free pass at that, but now it's definitely turned into a slightly more realistic reaction. Why was this a British production? Why was this British? Yeah. What do you mean? It seems like an American concept. <laughs> what, a trip to, trip to Mallorca? Well, no, just like party boat, acts thing gone wrong, weird, captive guys turning on people. <laughs> that sound clip of you just saying that long sentence, we should replace my version of the synopsis with that at the start. <laughs> Just Girls boat, boat captive goes wrong. The end goes wrong. <laughs> da, 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 da. Oh, I love it. 
I mean, I'm happy that he's taken his top off, even though they're all insane. Look, you might get some more bum. Who knows? He looks a bit like the older brother in Heroes. Oh, he does, doesn't he? Not uh, Peter Petrelli. What's the what's the dad? No, it was Peter. Nathan. Nathan Petrelli. Petrelli. See, it's an American sounding name. They should be Americans. Also, now's a great time to finally turn the fucking lights on. Mm-hmm. When they're trying to hide. Yeah, kind of. Was there a gun on board? I don't like that. I don't like people who hold people's faces like that. It's such a like unnecessary aggressive way of someone like trying to show their dominance. He's the nice guy, clearly. They they've got to you know in classic Survivor fashion, Joe. They've got to change the alliance. They got to break it and they got to win him over so that he can blindside the others. Yeah, they just need the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> they just need the numbers. Oh my god, yes, that's such a phrase. <laughs> Which is ironically the opposite of what's happening in the Survivor I'm watching at the minute. The girls definitely have the numbers and they've got the boys wrapped around their little fingers. <laughs> You're itching we, to we talk about discuss. it, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm itching to talk about Survivor. And me, the this is kind of combining things I, I really love, like Survivor and Below Deck, and um, ruining them. So thank you, Donkey Punch. This, this guy looks like what Gareth from The Office thinks he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> he he does. He's got a little bit. Um, so these um, Colin from Love Actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's kind of like which again isn't isn't helping the British stereotype of gawky uh, Englishman with bad teeth and terrible accent or whatever. Yeah, fully. But that's why it's a stereotype, not true. Why are they friends with this absolute reprobate? I know. We look out for each other, yeah, yeah. Because clearly some of them are quite moneyed, so moneyed, or is it just because he's the he's the the drug guy? So he's got. I think the, he's yeah. I think he's the tag along drug. They guy. They would normally yeah. be friends with, with him. all the fun stories about punching ladies in the back of the head. Yeah, he's got such a strange face. He looks a bit like the dude from Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah, he looks like Josh Josh Holm Josh Holm. Mm. Just without giant flowing ginger locks, but if you sh- if you shaved off Josh's hair, yeah, yeah, it doesn't look like that. That's why I'm like, has he not been in other stuff? Because he's he's at least say what you will about his acting, he's at least a bit more unique looking than some of the other ones. He's just not a good actor. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jamie, you can't be ugly and bad at acting. You can be pretty and bad at acting and still make it. <laughs> Oh, I think there's lots of evidence for that, right? Yeah. We, we've thrown our fair share of shade. So what do you think they're going to... Like, what, what, what are their actual options? As we, as we round the, the last 10 minutes of watching this, what do you think they should do? Now that they have already like, dumped the body, what do you think they should do? If I was to really try and get, get away with this, and again, I think they're so out of their depth, quite literally, um, they're not going to handle it properly. But I think it's a case of you would need to drop the girls off, like obviously keep them keep them out of any any trouble. So not keeping a close eye on them is already a big issue because they are going to yeah. fuck shit up. Uh, so keep a close eye on them, drop them off somewhere like remote enough that they're not going to die, but like uh, not so far away that um, you know it, it basically buys you time to then. I don't know, go back and drop off the boat and then just give it legs. Um, 
Because also, what do they really? What do they really know about them? Again, I think the boat's the evidence. You have to ditch the boat. Like, do they actually know their real names? Do they know their surnames? Like, they could probably just get away with it. Like, I think the DNA, the DNA in the boat hey, is so bum. strong. Wait, too far. I think there's so much evidence on the boat, unless they like sank the boat as well. Of which, again, that's throwing even more shade because a boat might be a little bit easier to find. Oh. oh, he's gone full psycho, hasn't he? But it's a weird thing going on at the minute. Like, they're all kind of just wandering around. Like, again, like, they're not really watching them, but at the same time, they're trying to pretend like everything's normal when it's not because somebody just died. <laughs> oh, this is weird. There you go. See, now he's listening to me. So... I don't think you've already, someone's died, albeit accidentally, and you've chucked their body away. You are in so much trouble if either of these two find any way to get you done for it. So yeah. much as I would never be in this situation in the first place, if I was in this situation, it's hard to not feel quite um, primal about it and just want to get rid of everything that knows exactly. the mistake. These two girls. And at what point like, does guilt get the better of one of the more innocent guys who didn't do it? And yeah. then suddenly you have to turn on your mates. It's going to go like proper um, Lord of the Flies. You're right. It's kind of like they should be more scared of people, but they're just kind of sitting around. <laughs> like It's kind of like one part horror movie, another part waiting to get seen by the triage nurse. <laughs> triage nurse. You know what I mean? Like, just like in like A&E, like, oh, so, so, so Again, why, why, why are they not watching them? Jesus Christ. Um, but that's it. It's uh, realistically, Joe, if you want the realistic answer to all this, it's a lose lose. None of them plan for this to happen and none of them know what the best things to do. So all they're doing is muddling their way through it. And therefore, um, it will, it will come out. There's no way all of them will, um, keep silent forever on this in any shape or form. It will come out. Even even if it takes ages to prove. Look at them breaking bread and having orange juice. (laughs) Uh, orange juice and vodka, which I believe is known as a tequila sunrise if you had a splash of cranberry. How can it be called a tequila sunrise if it doesn't have tequila in it? Oh, then I'm thinking of a completely different... <laughs> Touché, Joe. Touché. That's ludicrous. So, sorry, I didn't know I was doing a podcast with a fucking barman over here. <laughs> Jesus. Just ask the this Yeah. Oh, hello. Is that the drinks police? Oh, so I don't remember calling you. I mean, you literally just listed the ingredients, including vodka, and then went, and it's called the tequila sunrise. <laughs> Look, it's not my finest moment, but. <laughs> oh, God, that's an audio clip, isn't it? <laughs> I think it might be. Right. Um, no, we're not is, done is, yet. We started three minutes in. I've, I know exactly oh. the bit when this is ending. Boy, don't you end me sooner. Oh, is it when the orange juice runs out? Kind of, but not really. Close, but you're way off. They did not have YouTube back then. So are they saying that they're basically going to keep hold of the video because they want to make money off it? Yeah. Are they actually retarded? I know that's not the PC words, but it's... Just, just capitalists. <laughs> they're going to... Oh, well, uh, at this point, they absolutely deserve everything that's coming towards them. 
that's that's not getting rid of evidence. That's incriminating yourself, you absolute mongs. Right, let's uh, let's listen to the final dialogue. Okay. It's blistering. Now it's hard to clear it. <laughs> you can hear the crickets in the background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Someone just there on the maracas. Marcus, I trusted you. Those do hate my guts, fair enough. Now I've got your fucking little weasel of a brother trying to turn bluey against me. Hey, I don't like all this fussing and fighting. Why can't we all just... I'm warning you, do not touch me. Oh, come on, you girlies are so tense. Let Have some orange juice. With his magic fingers. Leave her alone. I know what this is about. She's jealous. Kim gets all the attention. You're too uptight. That's why your boyfriend was shagging around. You are a wanker. <laughs> why are you poking the bear? Well, don't blow me, sweetheart. I myself am a diagnosed sex addict. Yeah, we'll try cold turkey. Tried it, mate. Prefer hot pussy. <laughs> What a line. No one calls it in until I have that tape. Don't just call it! Don't just call it! Who cares? We've got a beautiful boat. Oh my God. Full of drugs. Two lovely ladies. Really, that's enough. Hey, a corpse. You and Kim, a little double. He is a proper he psychopath. Just no, switch no, back to the beginning of things fine. Kiss, huh? Do you fucking touch it? Oh. Uh-oh. We're in trouble. Someone just got stabbed. <laughs> what is that reaction? And that's where we'll end it. That ridiculous laugh. <laughs> oh my god. There you go, that's Donkey Punch, pal. Um now wow. what did you think? Um yeah, it wasn't it wasn't great. Um <laughs> I mean, that much is always kind of expected. I just don't, I don't think it was like, it wasn't like a, a true crap flicks in terms of, I can't really see the potential um, as in like change up some of the plot, change up some of the dialogue or the acting or something. It just, it just doesn't seem like any of it really was working. Um, and yeah, yeah. On, on, on top of that, all the, all the, the bad acting and, you know the, the the best bit of part of it was you know practically the the ten minutes of um, of porn, porn outside of that yeah yeah I mean I will say the 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 male the male nakedness ratio was particularly strong that's not why I chose this because I completely didn't even <laughs> factor that in but it was a nice surprise and actually um, other than that though yeah completely shit really badly lit silly story. Couldn't really care less what happens to them. Or- Nobody was really believable. I didn't believe in the characters or their reactions. Um, yeah, they seemed very like half of the time they're like, especially the girls, they were like, oh, we're scared. Let's run away. And the other half, they're like, we're just going to sit here. I think it's, I don't know. Just, it didn't seem like a consistent, like if, it's if that very happened, meh. I wouldn't want to be anywhere near them on the boat ever. I would like lock myself in yeah. a room or something. I don't know. Let alone showing some OJ. So, so what do you think happens next? What happens next? Either this guy's going to die because they hit a main artery or he's going to go fucking apeshit. And in doing so, there's going to be a big scuffle because I think one of the the nice guy or one of the other ones is going to like get involved as well. Um, there'll be a bit of panic maybe. Um, if he does die, then it's going to get like eye for an eye. And basically, I think probably one of the girls and... Definitely one of the other guys are going to die in the ensuing chaos 
and then it will be down to the guy, the, the prick guy who wanted to sell the tape, probably the lead girl, and then the kind of soft one who's like slowly changing. And those two are going to have a fight, the two guys, and maybe, maybe they'll survive the leading girl and the slightly nicer guy. Uh, so I don't really remember, so I can't really answer, but I will say, I think the, at one point, the shorter head kind of girl that looks like your old flatmate, uh, runs out with some kind of hacksaw and I think hurts someone quite badly. And I also think yeah. the, that the only, I suppose, character arc of this thing is that kind of timid guy who did the actual donkey punching becoming a bit more assertive. And that just continues on and on and he just gets more and more mental. I think a lot of the guys get killed in one way or another. And I th- believe the other girl gets killed but i can't remember why or how but yeah it's um it's chaos on a boat uh that's you know you know you say about the concept and it could have been better um i i think there is something in a horror in a very contained space so there is is i just removed the donkey uh, punch element yeah which is is really weird unfortunately (laughs) but uh i uh if we think of like the Resident Evil series, for instance, like the the best uh, the best stories of those are the ones, or the best games of those are the ones where it's in a contained space. Like there's um like the first house and and the there's a, there's one on a submarine which reminds me of this actually. It's not a submarine; it's a big ship. And the, one of the later ones was on in a big house again. I like that kind of claustrophobic environment. But what oh, lets I love it down that. is what lets it down here is everything else. So it's it's stupid that they. It's stupid that this film is based on the premise of a donkey punch. It's stupid that... Well, that's it, isn't it? Have have them all on the boat, have the drugs, have somebody accidentally OD from the drugs, and then somehow just have it escalate from there. Don't go like back and forth hot and cold as they are right now. Like someone's literally just died. Have it start escalating. Have start people freaking out because there's the guy who is selling the drugs, obviously doesn't get arrested. There's the guy whose boat it is and he doesn't want his parents to find out. There's the guy who's got like a Harvard, again, I'm going after the Americans, a guy who's got a Harvard scholarship, so he doesn't want his career ruined. You know, you can, you can, yeah, maybe it's not actually a bad concept in terms of the setting and the paranoia and the claustrophobia and then the picking each other one and one uh, uh, off one by one and the morality and the tribal sense of it. Like that could work, but the fact I think well, they actually, just said, yeah. oh, we want to do it around the donkey punch and then hasn't really materialized from that. If we if we take that, we've kind of created a better story there, which is that it should have been the drug dealer guy freaks out the most because he's the one that's dealing the drugs. Someone ODs on the drugs. And then it could have been quite an interesting setup with the other guys who are arguably more normal, either taking the side, the stance of doing the right thing or taking the stance of uh, wanting to protect the guy. And I think that could have been quite an interesting dynamic and setup. Um if it was a bit more even, it just felt a bit like four guys sort of slightly overpowered girls on a boat and they're all just trapped out there and seemingly there's nothing to do. Yeah. Kind of annoying. Um, I think it's, I, for, for me, I think it's, um, it's a crap flicks in the mere fact that a film called donkey punch exists and that's the content. Yeah, I guess it, it, it gets some points for that. Some <laughs> and all the points. bums and all the bums. Yeah. Who's, who's your chill. Well, the best bum award goes to uh, the. I can't even describe them. All these white honkies look the, the lead same, don't guy. They? <laughs> Is it the white honky? <laughs> the cold ass honky. Uh, no, well, uh, I, I don't know. Who cares? And any of them are okay, apart from this guy that's got a knife in his chest. What about you? Who are you picking if you have to pick one of those three? Donkey Punch Girl, but probably because you just got to see the most most of her naked. And you know, actually, fair play. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, there you oh, go. Donkey punk, Punch Girl, I hardly knew ye. <laughs> <laughs> May ye rest at the bottom of the ocean. And on that note, this was Craplix and Chill. We have been Joe and Jamie, and thank you so much for listening all the way to the very end of our podcast. Now, if you like what you heard, we'd absolutely love it if you could go and share us with a friend. Give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can follow us over on at Craplix Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we post lots of supplementary content with every episode, so go and check us out on there. Go and give us a follow a like a share and subscribe you know the deal you can email us as well directly at crapflixpodcast at gmail.com let us know what you thought of donkey punch have you tried it as a move did that happen to you we want to know let us know your crapflix let us know what you think and stay tuned for next time good night good night yeehaw